Claire, Emily here with an episode of the Mummel Road podcast. You've probably heard terms such as regenerative farming, organic practices and pest-free fruit and vegetables. However, do you really understand what these terms mean and have you ever visited a farm where these products are grown? My next guest is Jessie. Jessie runs the Phoenix Park Farm in Morpeth. This is a farm where fruit and vegetables are grown in a regenerative manner, they're organic and pest-free. These fruit and vegetables are sold to our local community in boxes. Another part of Jessie's business, however, is engaging and educating children on what these practices and terms mean and how important it is for for them to understand how pest-free and organic fruit and vegetables are grown. Jessie was a terrific person to chat to. His conversation really opened my eyes to the importance of allowing children to explore farming and growing vegetables and offering them that opportunity to get their hands in the dirt. I know you'll love this conversation. I can't wait to hear feedback. Enjoy. Hi, Jesse. Thanks so much for your time today. How are you today? Yeah, well, thank you, Emily. How are you? Good, good. I'm really excited about having you on my pod series. We, I've seen your work at the farm from a distance and it's I'm really really honored to be able to have some time with you tonight thank you no thank you for um inviting me I'm always keen to talk about um what we're doing yeah I bet you are it's amazing so but before we get right into exactly what you're doing you and Carly are the faces behind Phoenix Park Farm can you tell us about your farm what is it about? Give us a bit of a rundown as in how how you guys even came about doing what you're doing, a bit of a background story behind you guys. So just in terms of the farm, so we're on, uh, we're on my parents' property, Phoenix Park near Morpeth. So we're on about 50 acres and we're on really flat floodplain country, so absolutely beautiful soil right on the river, so we've got views onto the river. Um, so it's absolutely uh, an amazing place to, I mean, to live. We're very lucky to live here, but also just a, a, an amazing place to grow food. We lease a section of the farm from my parents and the old man's still plodding along in the, in the paddocks farming um, for the rest of, in the rest of the farm. But here, uh, our section, what we do is grow like a heap of different uh, market vegetables. So we have a weekly a weekly box, and you know you get your mixed seasonal veggies. Um, so yeah, we have some really good subscribers that every week we have the same customers. Uh, they come out and grab our box, and which is not only is that a really good thing for us in a business sense that we are able to plan um, how we're planting and selling and our income and all that sort of stuff. It's really good. For community, because we now know these people who are our customers, and they're now you know our friends. You know, we have a chat when they turn up. We recently had them out for them all out for a bit of a, a pot lunch, potluck dinner. So yeah, that that part of the the farm is really great to have that sort of sense of community. The other big part of what we do here is run education programs for kids and. That has um, been really, really popular, and I'm sort of loving it more and more the more I do it. Uh, so yeah, we have 
kids come out and we teach them all about farming, basically. We give them a you know, plot of land where they can grow their own veggies. I go through the whole process of um, growing things from you know, start to finish. And then we look at farming from a sort of a holistic point of view as well. Uh, look at all those little bits and pieces that sort of feed into um, regenerative and organic agriculture, whether that's you know, caring for insects or whether that's um, the weather or whether that's caring for the soil. So we're looking at sort of all aspects of, of farming. Um, and, yeah, I just um, really enjoy it. The kids absolutely love getting out and getting their hands dirty, you know, feeding the chickens, um, meeting Barry to go. Just any of that sort of stuff they absolutely love. That's amazing. I am exhausted even thinking about your work and your life. You and Kylie do such a terrific job balancing all the needs of the farm. And um, I keep thinking about the saying, never work with children or animals, and you're doing both and then (laughs) fresh vegetables. (laughs) So you guys are truly, truly, really remarkable people. Um, With that, I know that Carly now works alongside you at the farm. How's that going? Has that always been the case? Carly started working full-time with us, with me, two weeks before the last lockdown. So what was that, September or or August or something like that last year? Um, Prior to that, she's a a dietitian by trade. Then she went back to uni and um, got her master's in community development. So she was working in community development roles um, for a couple of years with with a couple of councils. So since yeah, since August, she's we've been working full time, and and um, yeah, she has just done an amazing job, um, basically getting the business together. You know, making sure that people understand what we do and putting our website together. Um, and, and she's been fantastic to sort of reinforce a lot of those community things that without, for example, with our um, veggie box customers um, because that's something that's her huge passion is you know community and and food so um, it's sort of like a really good good mix of things going on but between our two skill sets and our two and our and our passions it's amazing it's it's a you're right it's a perfect combination of skill set and she she brings such a great um, side to your business so Jesse with with specific regard to you you've you've got a real interest in supporting children who are homeschooled or may have just not found a suitable learning environment for them yet can you give us a bit of a background about your philosophy you've mentioned that you have kids come to the farm can you give us a bit of a background of your philosophy generally when it comes to um, educating children about vegetables growing um, farming uh, and and where that interest came about, and how you how you give that in, um, information to the children. Just um, I should have mentioned this earlier. I used to be a teacher, so I used to be a science teacher working in high schools, and uh, yeah, most of my career was um, spent in the high school system. So worked as a teacher for about eight or nine years, and mostly um, worked in pretty low SES schools. Really enjoyed working with kids. Uh, loved the the subject science, um, and always had that sort of farming in the family. So 
I suppose, yeah, working working in low SES schools and in mainstream classes, it sort of highlighted for me that uh, if you if a kid doesn't want to learn, you can't make them learn. Is one thing. So in the classroom, we're always trying to do have as many different learning activities in the hope that one of the one of those activities would suit a kid. You know, d- learning things from multiple different angles and approaching them multiple different ways. And trying to be uh, as engaging as I could in terms of trying to do things which interest me. And I think that's something that's really important for as a teacher that if you're interested, then the kid's going to be more interested. Um, But also, I just sort of realized that a lot of kids uh, are just like the, the mainstream classroom with 30 kids and the bells going every 60 minutes don't, that doesn't suit a lot of kids. So, not only so I think that, you know, you've got to find different learning activities to engage kids. I think we've got to find a different learning format to engage kids. And for some kids that might be, you know, um, on the sporting field or a working spirit or a work environment or maybe it's art classes or just in a small group setting where they've got lots of support. So that was, and that was a big thing for me when I actually left teaching and I just felt like, the system that I was working in and the constraints I had weren't really conducive to, to learning for a lot of kids. So yeah, that that was one of the one of the reasons why I left the, the school system. But I think um, in terms of my philosophy and the like, the driving force behind um, how I try and teach it, I'd say it's high expectations is probably if you if you needed to sum it up in two words. You know, I always try and um, support kids to do their absolute best. And if it's not their best, then I wouldn't say that I'm harsh about it, but I let them know that they can do better and, and they can do better. And that doing better is, is different for every kid. Like every kid has unique challenges and, and talents. So what I try to do is look at, okay, encouragement and support and say yes you can do this yes you can do better and what I try and do is think about well what support do they actually need and where are the, where are their talents so how where can I offer support to to reach to overcome that hurdle or how can I harness their talents to reach a goal so yeah that's something that every kid that I it's sort of at the back of my mind when I'm um teaching a class or talking to a kid, I'm like, okay, where do they need help? Uh, what are they good at? Where do we need to go? So coming onto the farm and having those sort of thoughts in my head, it just seems to to click so well, just seeing the kids and how they, how they um, work on the farm and how they interact with each other. I don't know. They just seem to approach like activities and learning in a different sense than I've ever seen in, in classrooms. What you've described it so well, especially the the expectations on the children, and so many people could think that 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 could stress children out or stress parents out. But the fact that they come to your farm and they know that they are are going to be provided with an opportunity that um, suits their needs and they can achieve and it's amazing I've seen it myself with my own eyes I've seen you in action it's amazing I just on that note of um I guess the importance in showing children that they can see they can succeed in this space 
I know that you and Carly are working um, with the Growing Future Farmers program to educate young children about possibly becoming farmers, about food production, about food growing. I wanted to hear your thoughts specifically on that and the, you, you, know, you and my I are collaborating on this to support children with additional needs to learn about farming and I wanted to hear about this particular initiative, the Growing Future Farmers Program. Could you give us a bit of a background about that program? Yeah, sure. So the Growing Future Farmers Program was something that I sort of came up with with my um, brother-in-law, so Carly's, Carly's brother, and Josh, he has got his own um, edgy, edgy tech company that he works a lot with schools and helps um, helps kids with uh, technology and helps teachers implement technology into the classroom. So we worked together and he sort of prompted me um, when I first, when I left teaching, was just working on the farm to think, oh, um, you know, to think about doing something in the education space. You know, we'd always talk education when we sort of got together at family events and whatnot. So we worked on this this program together and, and sort of came up with, the concept of a program which um, gives kids responsibility and ownership and connection. Um, so, and that's where, you know, the, the farm jobs come into play and that's what we were really trying to do is give kids responsibility for looking after things, whether that's the animals or whether that's their own veggie garden. And I feel that is super important for, for kids to give them responsibility and give them that ownership, something they can be really proud of, that something that, you know, whether that's the, the carrot they've just grown and pulled out of the ground, um, you know, that's something they should be proud of for doing. And, you know, that, that sort of responsibility and care for something which is um, sort of a bit more vulnerable than them, like the animals, I think is super important to, to show kids that um, no matter, you know, no matter who you are, you can always look after something else. And I think that's sort of empowering. For kids, and I think um, just having having kids out onto the farm and and having a connection to the outdoors and to the environment and to the farm is, is super important. I think we all, like no matter what age we are, I think we all want to have that connection um, to to the environment and, and to nature. And a lot of kids don't have that connection uh, because they're living in suburbia or they're, you know, in an apartment. So we wanted to be able to bring kids out and for them to really experience that. It's a completely different experience to when I go into a school um, as opposed to them coming out to the farm. And I suppose those were the, for us, I think the, um, the whole idea of bringing them out to the farm was, I mean, there's so many different learning experiences, but I think most of, most of the, the, our discussions uh, were around sort of the well-being issue um, and, you know, how important it is for kids to have those connections and responsibility and, and, and feel empowered. So that was a, a big driving force, a force for us is that um, sense of well-being. But then, you know, tacked on to that is just the huge amount of learning um, that, we, that goes on at the farm. So me as a science teacher, I'm just looking around the farm thinking of all these super cool things that we can go and learn about. 
And all the times I was sitting in a classroom when I was a teacher thinking about, oh, geez, I'd love to go outside and do this, this and this. Well, now I can actually go and do it, which is really cool. Uh, whether we go around and hunt for bugs and learn about you know, the different insects on the farm, um, their body shapes, what they need to eat and whether they're harmful or beneficial for our, pet, our um, veggies, whether we go and look at you know, the, the frogs and at the moment there's just like, a crazy amount of frogs around around the farm, which is really cool and one of my favourite animals. Um, you know, looking at soils and soils, I'm a bit of a soil nerd, so I love when we go and with, with the kids we do soil testing. So I suppose in a nutshell, if I had to sum it up, we were, the Growing Future Farmers Program, we would bring in kids out to the farm to have that sort of connection, responsibility and empowerment and then when they're not looking, we're getting them hooked on science and the environment and, and farming um, because, yeah, I think this is the best place to, to learn about all those things. That's excellent. I love that you said when they're not looking. I think that's the incidental learning and the incidental lessons that children can learn in your environment on the farm is amazing. And I love the idea. In fact, I just saw it today. You showed me your your frog hotel is that what it's called yep, and I yep. loved seeing that um I did for the listeners I peered down into Jesse and Carly's frog hotel and sure enough there are a whole bunch of these beautiful green tree frogs staring right up at me and I could have stared at it all day it was fascinating and that's just one of the features of the Phoenix Park, Park Farm and what makes it so amazing I guess for you for you guys in terms of um raising farmers for our the the health and the well-being of our country as well do, do you hope that the children become future farmers <laughs> yes and no um yes because it's um it's definitely a career that we need we, we definitely need farmers there's no doubt about that and no because it's just such a hard job <laughs> i wouldn't wish it on anyone um but i, I suppose I, I, yes, there's definitely those kids who are who are going to pick it up and run with it, which is which is really heartwarming. Um, there's a little girl, especially on one of my groups. She she loves science and she loves farming. And then the other day, she said to me, "Oh, I want to be a scientist and a farmer, just like you." So that was like super sweet. And I, you know, constantly getting um, constantly getting feedback from from parents once they've finished and you know, maybe they go back to school or something like that about their kids who've now growing veggies out in, out in the backyard. And so yeah, I'd hope that I'd hope that um, I do get some farm some people some kids who want to pursue a career in organic agriculture. but I suppose for most kids, what I'm really hoping from to get between stealing them is just a, a love of the environment, love of growing things, love of good food, because I think uh, I think having that that love, but also those skills to be able to connect with the environment, connect with uh, good food in some way is going to be beneficial to them in in the long run. You know, if they can grow their own food, or if they can recognise what a healthy a healthy meal is, um, they can you know look after the environment around them, or look after those those people around them. I think that's yeah, that's a big thing that I would hope that I'm instilling it on my junior farmers. Mm, that's awesome. So 
where in 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 the coming weeks and the coming months it, I'm really excited. I'm actually going to be working alongside you to support children with disabilities and additional needs from the Hunter Valley to experience your farm life. And it's such an honour to be in that position. Are you excited about that prospect, about extending this opportunity to such a broad range of children with such diverse learning needs? Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, I think, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. You know, I think. I mean, really looking forward to working with you, Emily. I mean, for, for one, I just want to have as many kids out here on the farm experiencing what we've got as possible. I think that's only going to be beneficial for everyone involved and you know, the environment and community. Um, but I suppose because the other thing which I'm really looking forward to is just um, being able to support those kids with additional needs better. You know, we get a huge range of um, kids participating whether it's mainstream primary schools or preschools or high school students and we also do a lot of work with homeschool uh, families and sort of in conversation with them a lot of the families are choosing to homeschool because they haven't had the best experience with uh, with mainstream school and a lot of them a lot of the kids coming out actually um you know, have autism spectrum disorders or they have some other uh, special learning needs. So as a, you know, as a, as a trained, te- trained and experienced teacher, I feel like I'm sort of, I can do a, a reasonable job at supporting those kids, um, but I feel like sometimes I can't um, do a good enough job to, to support those kids with their, with their additional needs. So, yeah, really looking forward to being able to work with someone like you, Emily, who has those skills. You know, I'm hoping that I can learn something from you that I can use in my teaching, but looking forward to be able to offer, you know, that additional layer of support and that additional experience for those families who need it um, with you, you know, delivering the, the Growing Future Farmers program. So, yeah. Really looking forward to it for a couple of reasons. Yeah, I'm super, super pumped. I am hoping myself I get to, I can bring this educational support knowledge, but I'm hoping to upskill my farming knowledge. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> well, I reckon, there you go. I'm sure we can look, both learn something from each other. Exactly. I think for the listeners, I think we should um, redo this podcast in a couple of months and give everybody a bit of a rundown on how it's going and, and to share that. I'm sure it's going to be a really positive experience and I, w- I really want the listeners to have an updated version of this to understand the the benefit that we've we've created for the children with disabilities in the Hunter Valley. And your what you've done in this space is just incredible. So um, I guess from my, I'm a parent of a child with a disability and I'm an educator in the field. And I guess on behalf of all parents, I feel like we, we want to all give you a big cuddle and just say thank you because really nobody else is working in this space like you um, and certainly not without the passion. And I think that um, that it's, it's, it's amazing to see the work that you're willing to do and that you are doing. And so... A huge thank you from all the families. Here you go. <laughs> it's it's a cyber hug. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, thank you. I really appreciate that. It. Um, I don't know. I 
it's just a joy, I think, you know, working with working with kids on the farm and, and seeing them, especially I think with with kids with, with a disability, just being able to see them overcome whatever that little barrier is, off I just get such a kick out of it. Um, so yeah, it's a pleasure, really it is. Awesome. Well, look, thank you again for your time, Farmer Jesse. I know that you're tired and it's been a very busy day and we really value your time. So thank you. You're welcome, Emily. Thank you for having me on the, the podcast and I look forward to seeing you out on the farm soon. Yay, me too. I can't wait. <laughs> Farmer Emily, here I come. Farmer Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to that conversation. It's a really important topic because it sheds light on how we can engage children with farming practices that are regenerative and farming practices that produce fresh fruit and vegetables that are good for their bodies and the environment. I'm so excited about working alongside Jesse in the coming months. Together, we're going to be offering children with disabilities the chance to come to Phoenix Park Farm and grow their own fruit and vegetables and interact with the farm animals. This is a a terrific initiative. I can't wait to show you what we do together. I'm going to be popping uh, photos up on our social pages. Keep an eye out and I'd love your feedback. Remember, every road starts with small steps. I'm Emily from Mummel Road. Bye for now. Mm